Hello and welcome to The Beacons Are Lit, a Lord of the Rings podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Kelly Conrad. Howdy. Matt Garen. Howdy ho. And Stacey Lyons. Howdy who. Yeah, we got a full house here to discuss the last part, part seven of our Fellowship of the Ring coverage. But before we get to that, we do have some news from Lamarck. Uh, and that news is, I shared this in our Slack, from the OneRing.net. That's my source. On February 26th, the Tolkien Estate relaunched their website, releasing previously unseen material from their archives. The exciting new reveals include draft manuscripts, letters, and even audio and video clips of Tolkien and his son, Christopher. You can read more about this uh, or go to their website at TolkienEstate.com. Now, Mike, have you have you sifted through this? Have you reviewed the, the footage and the manuscripts? I haven't even clicked the link. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have gone to the uh, to the website, but that's kind of the extent of it. Um, it's like okay. good to know that it exists and it's mm-hmm. out there, but like not right now. I'm not in the mood right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it is out there for your viewing pleasure when you choose to do so, Stacy and everyone else. We right. also um, haven't recorded since the Vanity Fair article came out with all the new photos and stills from. The what's it called? Rings of the Power. Lord, rings of Power. I was going to say the Lord, the Lords of Power, um, the, from the Rings of Power. Which, I mean, I looked at the pics. I watched what I could. They exist. Also. Your thoughts. <laughs> Your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. They're yeah, they're they're out there. <laughs> they give you um, they not exist. a lot of not a lot of new information. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, it looks like they're keeping the same, relatively the same aesthetic, which is good to know like the the elvish armor kind of like looks the same and, mm-hmm. and and all that which which is good because it's one of the best parts about the the peter jackson movies is is all the great set deck and costume design and stuff yeah um, and the other thing is that this takes place thousands of years before right. and a lot of the criticisms i'm seeing are that enough that it doesn't look enough like uh the lord of the rings films or the hobbit films it's like thousands mm. of years before. Uh, yeah. So the fact that a person might have short hair, like everybody's going on and on and on about Elrond having short hair. Who yeah. cares? Oh. Who cares how long his short hair? Maybe uh, his, his hair hairs. grows really slowly and yeah. he's trying his best. Yeah. You know, you just, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed reading the article. If you haven't read the Vanity Fair article, I think it was a really good article. It was informative. I think it, it really heightens or, or, discusses how they've heightened the secrecy around it and why Mm -hmm. and how they hired these actors who didn't even know what part they were playing like they're really keeping their cards close to the vest on this um and so i'm just kind of curious to see how that unfolds and what they decide to release and when they're really trying to control i think the narrative around this whole project um yeah i don't think they're doing a great job of that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i mean i think that people fan bases whether it's Lord of the Rings, Marvel, Star Wars, um, Star Trek, whenever there's something different, it's like these people get so angry Mm. and start filling in their imagination with reasons why they can hate it before they even see what it is. Relax, wait for it to come out. I mean, I do feel like it's probably not going to be good, but I feel like (laughs) I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and find out because I also like this 
like the first real big instance of of this kind of like people just jumping on like the hate train before it leaves the station uh, that I can remember is like the Dark Knight when Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker and everyone was like, what? The guy from 10 Things I Hate About You? Like, are you kidding? Like, what's going on? And then we all know how that turned out. So it's like, just relax. Wait and see. Yeah. Well, you know. It may not be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. It will not be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. But will it be something that you would sit down and watch every week? All I think about is budget when I see anything from it. I see pictures. (laughs) I see the trailer. I'm just like, oh, they have so much money. So much money. Have Um, What is an unlimited budget? Because Jeff Bezos, this is his passion project, which I didn't think I realized. Oh, no. He basically said, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. You can have all my money to do whatever you want with this. And that is what has now turned into this do you think he's actually a huge fan though or do you think he just knows that it's a huge cash cow he just likes the hobbit movies yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's seen the animated the hobbit that's about it yeah uh i I think it's probably a mix i don't know what to think about that yeah Yeah. it's jeff bezos's passion project it's like the equivalent of scarlett johansson doing a the all Tom Waits cover album is just what she wanted to do. Do you know about this? What? This is all I think about when I think about like famous people's passion projects is that time Scarlett Johansson released an album of her singing Tom Waits covers. Was it good? It No, I mean, it didn't need to exist. Was she trying to do a Tom Waits voice? No, she did a Scarlett Johansson voice. (laughs) (laughs) That would have made it so much more listenable. Like she, it, it exists. Uh, it's fine. It's out there. But what what needed to be the situation there? I don't know. I would love it if Scarlett Johansson was doing the I think it's called like Nighthawks at the Diner album where Tom Waits spends like interludes between songs just talking about jerking himself <laughs> off after dinner <laughs> and like taking care of himself. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Uh, Gross. We'll move on Tom. from... Uh, talking about the Rings of Power and Tom Wake's uh, habits. Jerk in it. Believe it. Yeah. <laughs> habits. Well, I am excited to see the, like, I want to hear the clips with him and his son. I'm curious about that kind of stuff. The manuscript shit, I'll never read, but like, <laughs> yeah. Conversations between him and his son. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. Yeah. Sure. Well, you can listen to those at TolkienEstate.com. Uh, and a couple episodes ago, I gave us the assignment of writing limericks. Uh, we were talking about, uh, we were at the scene where uh, I think it was Sam giving his eulogy, his poetic eulogy for for Gandalf, I think it was. Uh, and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. We should write some uh, some poems. Uh, and then it turned into mm-hmm. limericks, which are basically like parodies. Um, and then we got to that next episode where those assignments were due and I hadn't done mine. Uh, so <laughs> I stalled it. for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it was one month. I wrote mine on January 27th, so it's been a, a month. It's been yeah. one month. Wow. <laughs> well, I I have done mine. I've done my homework. Uh, so we're gonna start now. We're just gonna each do one of our limericks that we wrote in the with the, that take place within the Lord of the Rings world. And then if anybody wrote more than one, which I Stacy did, I I did as well. Stacy, um, I just wasn't. Uh, I just was feeling the flow. Book. They're not good. It's quantity over quality. <laughs> they're, here. they're they're. I don't know that any limerick is good. In looking for examples of good limericks, tough to find. Couldn't really. Yeah. 
Yeah. Pin any down. <laughs> All right. Uh, because I gave us this assignment and missed the due date, uh, I will go first. So no my first is the ring was first found by Deagle, who died when he lost it to Smeagol. So Bilbo it went until it was sent with Frodo by foot, not by eagle. Hey! Hello. I'm going to tell you, nice. one of my one of my four limericks, it was Smeagol, Deagle, and Eagle also. Hey, Ooh, I know. that's so exciting. There we go. Yeah. Next. Okay. Uh, I wrote mine from the perspective of Boromir. I'm not going to try to do a, a Boromir impression, though. Uh, but just this is Boromir <laughs> talking. And this is also... Uh, I'm having fun with it. It's a little bit of fanfic. Okay. Oh, I love okay. I uh, love when people okay. play with point of view. Yeah, here we go. Look, I don't want to cause here a rift. I'm taking this ring. Now, don't get miffed. It looks really nice. And I speak now twice. I told you this shit was a gift. And then he puts the ring on and he disappears. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. It's like funny. a one man show. <laughs> uh, Kelly? Um... I, I do. Um, excellent. You are so, reading off of a little piece of paper <laughs> like you're in a choir. <laughs> like, um, excuse me. <laughs> this is my limerick. There once was a pony named Bill whose adventure caused a great thrill. He got to Moria, which caused a choria. So back he went over the hill. Mm. Ah, love a fun made up word. Throwing it nice. <laughs> Uh, Choria's word. <laughs> oh, my fault. Uh, Stacy? Okay, like a... miffed? Is miffed a word? Miffed is a word. Miffed is a word. Okay, cool. I cool. did look Chori. it up to double check, though, so you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, I love a little, a little slant rhyme there, Kelly. That was great. All right, I have two. I'm going to do Ooh, the first rhyme. one. Somebody studied lit. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I have a BA in English, baby. My first language. Um, okay, I'm going to do an, the, the overarching one. My other one's a little, a little winky. Okay. The Dark Lord once made a great ring to all malice and evil it would bring. But now Middle Earth is in danger, but can be saved by a ranger if he reforges his sword and becomes king. Oh, oh nice. Little Aragorn one. That would like really show the teacher that you like understood the books and like. Yeah. I read everything yeah. and I get the general plot. Yeah. Uh, I also have a Aragorn one, which we'll uh, get into at the uh, at the end. All right. Cool. So when we last were here, we were talking about, of course, Fellowship of the Ring, as we have for the last year. They have just gotten to dry land after the Argonoth, going through the Argonoth or on the beach. Uh, so this is basically the, a big fight. What's what's going on? It's 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 everything is yeah. built up to this. There's a massive fight with little pockets of dialogue here and there. Uh, so Aragorn lays out the plan right away. Gimli's like, "This is fucked. This is yeah. It's it's that easy. Yeah, we're just gonna take it there to Emrin. What is he? Emrin Mawil. I guess that's maybe Emin the dwarvish Wheel? name. A razor yeah. shop rocks. Yeah, he he lays out all the obstacles ahead of them, and Aragorn's like, "Yeah, well, that's the way we're going." Yeah, like what that's does Gimli want out of this conversation? Like, no. you, relax. Yeah, I did like when <laughs> relax, he was bro. like, uh, you just recover your strength. And Gim was like, yeah. recover my strength. Why I oughta. Dare you. I'm fine. Like the whole, every time you see them running, he's lagging behind like. Oh, oh, oh. 
It's true. Because he's like, what, 180 years old? Isn't Gimli like a couple of hundred years old? Yeah. (laughs) Super old. Super like shorter and wearing like the heaviest stuff. Stocky. Mm -hmm. And everyone's talking. And Aragorn's like, yeah, we're going to get through all this terrible terrain. It's like, Aragorn, you're basically like a low-key superhero. And then Legolas is a legitimate superhero. So... I don't know. Like, let's have some empathy for, for Gimli, who's really struggling over here. <laughs> and Legolas is being real, like, mysterious. Uh, a shadow and a threat grows in my mind. Something draws near. Yeah, real helpful. Real, real right. helpful. What are we going to do with that? I think Orlando Bloom had a total of, like, seven lines that in this whole movie, but he poured his heart and soul into every single one of them mm. in terms of like, just as dramatic as he could be. Yeah. Like and that he, was... the way he just pierces Aragorn with that look. I can... Shadow and a threat grows in my mind. <laughs> Something draws near. Yeah. That's the whole reason we're doing what we're doing. <laughs> That's why we're on this fellowship, this quest. Breaking news. We're being pursued. No shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this just in. Duh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then of course yeah, right away, Aragorn's just like batting down these like yeah. dumbass comments from the group like yeah, he, is he this gives... what Gandalf had to go through no wonder he was so curmudgeonly and then Boromir go- yeah Boromir goes to butt in and Aragorn just gives him a straight up talk to the hand like Aragorn's just pulling out like 90s like put mm. <laughs> better step off Boromir <laughs> step off uh yeah uh, so frodo he's probably, right away. Jo- he's probably jonesing for his pipe we haven't seen him with yeah. it in uh, a little while shakes. since since gandalf <laughs> went down right or did he have it in the forest i don't know we, i think aragorn's keep trying to keep a clear head and i think he's going through some withdrawals right now you guys <laughs> we gotta add smoke watch to yeah. our, i would love if segments. we just oh smoke watch is a good yeah absolutely i would love if aragorn just like kind of mumbled under his breath just like, oh, i could, could really use a hit right now could yeah. really use yeah. a joint. <laughs> he's in, like putting more patches on his arms like oh. i'll be honest fellowship i'm really feeling it right now <laughs> i just need everybody to back off just need a little something to take the edge off <laughs> I think the ring's getting to Aragorn. Oh, it's the withdrawal <laughs> from pipeweed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he had like a twelve pipe a day habit. <laughs> uh, so right away, Frodo is gone. Like they all turn. Yeah, like, they just Frodo? land and he's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, which is not smart. I mean, I get it. No. He's going through something, but like, man. <laughs> Don't wander yeah. off in the woods. Have we He's learned the one nothing. person who shouldn't be wandering around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is the first thing Boromir says to him when he finds him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No one should be wandering around, you especially you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, any one of us could just try to take the ring at any time, Frodo. So maybe you shouldn't be alone <laughs> with me. Uh, yeah. And so he, he goes past the... <laughs> yeah. Hey. My decoy sticks. Need some, need some firewood. Mm-hmm. And he really was out there too, like just picking up wood, looking at Frodo, like, oh, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> just, just picking up some Side wood. eyeing him. <laughs> We're going to make a fire with these eight sticks. <laughs> Goes past the, uh, the big head. Baromir's out there gathering firewood, acting weird right off the bat. Again. It's like, ugh. Mm. Yeah, it's like a mm. fake casualness. It's kind of like what he pulls with Aragorn in the little museum of Rivendell. You know? That yeah. kind of yeah. like cavalier. Yeah. 
Yeah. Although this time it's like he he has something in mind, right? Like yeah. you feel like he wants to be like, hey, Frodo, like in a nice way and not like ring infecting my brain way. Like I feel like he it. wants to be like, <laughs> I can help. And also like we're going this crazy route. We could seriously once again mm-hmm. just go through Gondor and we'll be fine. <laughs> he's like making the like he, now he's like a good guy. getting a one-on-one. Yeah, he's yeah. he's trying to go right to the source instead of going yeah. through Aragorn this time. Yeah, breaking the uh, the ranks there. Yeah. Um yeah, he's he's acting weird and then has the nerve to ask Frodo like what's wrong with you? <laughs> like dude, you're <laughs> creeping around me. Uh, and then he actually just lunges at him um and Frodo puts on the ring to to escape. Of course, we don't see it right away but the eye is like gotcha gotcha yeah. <laughs> i see it know where the you're scene at? is baffling to me because is this how it always looks when you put on the ring because Gollum must feel so weird when he doesn't have it on now like if he spent 500 years in that like trippy little like never world of just like everything smudgy i don't was think he, he was wearing it the whole, it the whole yeah. he wasn't wearing it the whole time he though. wore it a lot no he must have worn it a lot, but I don't think. But like knows. when we see him, like when we go even back in time, in like the beginning of Return of the King, like he's not wearing the ring; he's crawling around That's and he's transforming. True. He was he's just holding it and petting it. <laughs> yeah, pretty did, much. How did Bilbo then escape from his own party? Wouldn't he have been like, "Whoa!" It's it seems hard to navigate your way through the world while wearing the ring. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we yeah, like Frodo falls off the the ruins too like once the, yeah. the eye sees them it's like stepping backwards yeah which is dumb. you're on the step <laughs> just something that frodo likes to do yeah he likes to walk backwards and fall mm-hmm. he did that at the prancing pony right he yeah. kind of fell prancing pony like, weather top yeah. People love walking backwards in movies in general and it it's yeah. never it never works out it's yeah. never a good idea yeah no yeah. uh and then as Frodo gets away, one of the goofier parts of this is when Boromir kind of like falls. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not sold very well. Um, he just kind of flounders in the, and he's like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Away. Well, doesn't Frodo ki- kick him or something? He does. He kicks him off, but he kind of goes toward, toward him and then just kind of like falls down. Yeah, kind of, he could either like oh, yeah. slip or like maybe like Frodo pulled his leg out from under him. It could yeah. have been mine. It should have been mine. <laughs> you you almost want it together. <laughs> you want it to see, but you understand why they didn't do it of like a log floating and kind of like hits Boromir <laughs> across the head. Like that's kind of what you want, what? but it's also like that would look pretty stupid too. What is this? You know that <laughs> the there's a take midair? somewhere where they did it. And yeah. then they were like, no. <laughs> but then also, what are the rules, right? Like, if he picks up the log, does that go invisible? Yeah, I think those? they didn't want to get into that. So yeah. they. And Sauron's like, oh no, he's got a log. <laughs> he's got a log too. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, so then he yeah. does. He climbs up uh, and sees the eye of eye of Sauron. And we hear the black speech. God, the whole It whole is. Time. It did. It did hit me this time around, though. Like we, Barmir almost got it. We came pretty close to, and like, what if Barmir did get it? He was all in that crazy manic state. Mm-hmm. Who knows what could have happened? Yeah, and whole different, different whole different plot line, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. we, were, we were pretty close there, and his uh, 
and the regret on on uh, his face after after that clumsy fall but like when he does come to and his hair is all over his face he's like what have i done what have i done like it is like oh no dude you're yeah that ring got you the ring got you good immediate regret yeah 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 he flounders around then he's apologizing immediate regrets uh and then frodo sees the eye of sauron aragorn finds frodo and frodo tests him and aragorn passes i have to say I mean, maybe I'm the only one who's who think is thinking this right now, but I don't think Eric Warren's ever looked better in these scenes. Like mm. the end of this movie, like he looks good. His hair he does is look good. good. His yeah. skin is good. The light, the lighting is really good on him. Like that whole scene where Frodo tempts him and he like comes and closes his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it just like sticks in my mind. It's like, oh, this is a good scene. I do think Eric Warren came on a little strong. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying uh, it felt like he had a, a fairly stable vocal range. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I do feel like he came on a little strong when he approached Frodo and asked for the ring in an incredibly scary, weird, aggressive way. And I don't know why he did that. I think he was just panicking that Baromir may have actually yes. gotten it. Yeah. Like, yeah. where is it? Like, please tell me you still have it. Yeah, that was my sense. Because yeah. what does Frodo say right before that? Uh, that he tried to take it from me. Yeah, and then he's like, "Wait, oh no, that would have been that." Oh, would jeez. Oh, and then I gotta go kill Boromir. <laughs> and then for the, the 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 dialogue here, the exchange here too is is a little it's a little confusing because Frodo says something effective like, "Would would you?" try to take it or something like that right doesn't he ask aragorn yeah. something like that mm-hmm. and then aragorn and then he's just frodo's just holding it out in his palm to aragorn aragorn approaches it and then is like maybe i'll maybe i'll take it and then closes frodo's hand around it and then says i would have gone with you to the very fires of mordor and then frodo says i know frodo you don't know you just asked him if you would try to take it <laughs> well also like i never got and like i get it now i guess but like i never got how Aragorn just immediately assumed Frodo was on his own. Like he just didn't think like, maybe I can get Frodo to like chill and come back. Like I can commit some, he just like Aragorn knew that Frodo was leaving and going on his own. And how did he think that was a good idea? Like Frodo shouldn't be alone. I feel like it should have been more of a conversation. Yeah. Like, are you, by the way, are you leaving? I I think I'm going to leave. I wish you'd stay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He just was like, I would have gone with you to the end. Frodo's probably like, you still can right uh, i yeah. feel like I, I like this how it was uh yeah it, it's it was it's this uh, kind of unspoken he sees how shaken frodo is mm-hmm. uh from from boromir he knows that uh that probably what galadriel had said that you know that the people were out there to take it so get uh, which face frodo does not feel safe here in the fellowship now that that trust had had been broken. The seal was broken on the trust uh, with Baromir. So the best thing to do is to now separate. Um, separate. Yeah. Frodo. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a really beautiful scene. And also keep in mind, like Frodo did lose Gandalf not so long before this. And that was yeah. like his bestie, you know, and yeah, then yeah. Baromir. I mean, he just got physically assaulted. He's probably yeah. feeling some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. could you protect me from yourself line, I think, is like key to 
just giving you enough to to go like okay i I understand that i understand it and yeah as a scene in in the movie it does work if it were like real life you'd be like well let's maybe hash this out first i don't know (laughs) but uh but then mary also has even more of a i guess i don't know i don't want to jump too far ahead but like mary understands just through looks exactly what proto is doing and is totally okay with it and i'm like yeah Leaving. How was that? How was well, that possible? I, I wonder if Aragorn also like that line, could you could you protect me from yourself? If Aragorn knows, like, hey, maybe after a month of being near this ring, it it yeah. would corrupt me. You yeah, know, yeah. like maybe it isn't safe for any of us to be near Frodo. Yeah, for sure. Because he does hear the whispering, like when he is yeah. reaching at that ring. Mm-hmm. Like That's stronger. Uh, Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> Love how it knows everybody's names. <laughs> Um, I, dude, I can never even understand it. I'm like impressed that you like understand what I'm saying. I, yeah, it's, it's sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. Trotter. <laughs> Trotter. Who? Are they Ooh, talking I, to me? How'd you know? How'd you know? <laughs> Only my Trotter? mom called me that. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he sends him away, but not before Sting glows blue in one of the great moments of what I feel of one of the great moments of this uh, of this film. Uh, seeing it, seeing it uh, glow blue once again, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of sense it. Go, get out of here, run. Uh, and it's orcs, uh, oh, and then God. one of the great, it's and so this many kind orcs. of leads us into essentially a big fight, which we can kind of talk about loosely. Um, but one of my favorite moments is when he first turns, and we have that slow motion Aragorn coming down the hill as the orcs are approaching. And he kind of his hair, he kind of moves his hair back a little oh. bit and he takes the sword and he puts it between, you know, holds it up to his face. Um, and then yeah. so cool. Yeah. He collects himself and moment. then he just Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. And this choreography so is so good. And the scene is so good. And this fight is so good. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. great. This is where the 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 video game that me and Mike love, uh this is where it starts. And so yeah. you just like get to oh, yeah. start at like the most exciting part. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like great. We're just like on this hilltop fighting a shitload of Urukai. Um, yeah, oh, man, he's and that's a real sword, right? Like I know he's using the real sword in Helm's Deep, but I think he's also using the real sword. He here. must because it looks heavy. His arms. Yeah. I mean, I fully believe when he's talking to Barber, that's like real sweat dripping <laughs> off of his face. It does. I oh, and I love that. Good. Like everyone looks so heavy. The Urukai look heavy and cumbersome mm-hmm. and slow, and they fight like it. And they're also scary because all you're really getting is like mouths on most of them because they got yeah. like dreads and helmets covered. I mean, these guys else. are like what two weeks old. They've probably never fought before. So I mean, it yeah. it makes sense why Aragorn's so much better than them. But they're just their numbers are so huge, and you're like. Yeah, and then oh my god, and then Legolas pops in, and then Gimli pops in. Legolas oh and Gimli coming around the corner with like yeah. the one-two Legolas on a bow, Gimli the throwing axe, and just like the way that guy gets taken out like yeah. by that axe so hard, it's just like it's so exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's definitely. One- I think it's definitely a real sword because Viggo Mortensen, like as an actor, I think his like method aspect to his performance was like going everywhere with his sword (laughs) um so i doubt that he was going you know i think it was like his real prop so yeah Yeah. that's that baby's real Uh, sir you can't bring that into a starbucks (laughs) 
But it has been remade. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who I am? I am Aragorn. He hears hears like a little, like, a little, like, cell phone cough. He's like, the Horn of Gondor. (laughs) (laughs) A vanilla oat latte for Aragorn. (laughs) I'd like uh, vanilla oat latte. Oat, make sure like you that? do the oat milk this time. You did it. You did the whole milk before, and I, it upset my tummy. <laughs> you you cannot brew it. None of us can. Uh, we have the part where Merry and Pippin are calling to Frodo as he's kind of hiding behind a tree. They're in the bushes, and Frodo's like, Mm-mm, "Not coming." They have a uh, phenomenal hiding spot. These guys have hid before. Like, this yeah. is so perfect that they just like pop out of nowhere and they're like, look, they're like proud hey, of themselves. They're like, come over here. Look what we found. Uh, well, hobbits and... are good hiders, right? That's like a theme mm-hmm. in the There's... book and a theme throughout the movie that they're we like, can see, yeah. Yeah. And we can see them throwing rocks too. That's the other thing. That's yeah. That's another thing they're good at. This would have been a phenomenal <laughs> time for them to know that their cloaks, they could have just like pulled them yeah. over their heads. Like if they hid Man. in that stump with the cloaks, I mean, they would have just got lost they, themselves. Been fine. <laughs> yeah. Where am I? It's so true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they have uh, the, the moment between Mary and Pippin. And he's like, what's going He's not coming. He's leaving. Um, and then they just kind of hey, go oh, and distract. Here. Yeah, distract him. It's working. I know it's working. Run. <laughs> uh, it's working. <laughs> yeah. Draws them away. Uh, and just as they're about to get it, Barmir to the rescue. Oh, my God. Running uphill, baby. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's like tripping. He's like a real run, like tripping over himself to get there. And you know that he's on his way and you're still worried. And then, and I love that they showed him running to get there because so often in movies, you have like the deus ex machina moment of him yeah. just like yeah. popping out with his sword. And you would have been like, didn't the hobbits see him coming? But we yeah. do see him coming. We just don't know if he's going to get there fast enough. Yeah, that's I a great love point. That. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. the Urukai that was going to axe Mary and Pippin. Not following orders. They they were supposed no. to yeah. bring back the half legs. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, he was right, right ready to Aiming chop the kill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got he got axe happy. And yeah. I love too, like she you did. can see, like Boromir, like maybe it's the like I love he like looks winded and tired like throughout this fight, which is which is fun. Like you don't just, like especially like I feel like every action movie now everybody's a oh, superhero yeah. nobody gets tired or worn out or anything like or that or sweaty yeah. no one's yeah, sweaty yeah. everyone's sweaty oh. in this it's great so sweaty. and you would be sweaty You'd, like did you see Aragorn's so sweaty that bar oh, and he's like, you dirty have to, you like have expect him to like start undressing in the middle of battle being like Whoa. but yeah. oh, Boromir also was just weeping to himself in the mud <laughs> uh. <laughs> stupid you're so stupid you drive all your friends away why so yeah. dumb yeah. <laughs> we cut we cut back to Legolas and we see him take two dudes out with one arrow. Uh, like the arrow goes through a guy yeah, into solo, another yeah. guy. And then he stabs another guy in the, <laughs> yeah. the eye with an arrow. And then pulls it out. And like, man, I was because of like Robin Hood, I was like archers were always like my favorite characters as a kid. And so getting mm-hmm. to see this was just like the pinnacle of the coolest stuff I'd ever seen like an oh, archer yeah. character do. I was like. Oh my god! And, the, and then reveal that he has like two little swords too, and he's he starts mm-hmm. cutting people up with those. Him shooting the archai that's like tackling Aragorn, and oh my god, it's just everything they do with him is like a twelve-year-old boy's like action hero dream. And, the um, the wide so shot of like he like just just him going yep. arrow yes. after arrow <laughs> takes out like seven guys like, like off mm-hmm. camera, and every time he hits one, it's like. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the sound effects in the scene are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks great. And then yeah. we hear the horn of Gondor, uh, and the Boromir, horn of Gondor, Boromir. Uh, and throughout this, we're also getting slow mo alerts as he's walking uh, around, taking yeah. eye, making eyes, um, setting his eyes on Boromir, uh, and he hits him. And these aren't just arrows; these are like he's shooting pool cues. They are the biggest arrows ever, right? So heavy. <laughs> they sound so heavy. The thwap. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And the <laughs> yeah. creak of the bow. Big the thwaps. thwap. I mean, and Borm. Oh, my God. Sean. It thwaps. I don't think anyone yeah. else could have done better in this scene than acting yeah. like they actually just got hit by arrows. And you're mm-hmm. watching, like, for the first time you're watching, you're like, Borm, you're just not really going to die, you know? And yeah. then and then he kind of gets hit, and then he stands back up, and you're like, I knew it. Yeah, and he gets hit two more times. Yeah, it's like the deadening silence that happens, mm-hmm. and all you're hearing is like Boromir breathing, yeah. and then he gets up, and the music swells, and he's like, ah! "The light <laughs> is like streaming through the trees." It's so like so cinematic. Yeah. So you're right, that silent moment, and then you just look at Mary and Pippin's faces, and Mary looks like angry and confused, and Pippin just looks sad, and you're like. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're like two feet away from him. Oh my God, I just can't. Yeah. Holding stones. And they charge. Yeah. Just kind of get carried off. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even, they don't even make it. They just get picked up. Yeah. <laughs> they like yeah. run into yeah. the yeah. Urukai. <laughs> yeah, those other Urukai understood the assignment. Yeah. Pick them up and bring yeah. them back. Just don't chop up. them in half. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and Lurch really focused on the left side, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, with those arrows, it was like, yeah, or flap, 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 right down. Gave right him down like side. whiplash, arrow yeah. whiplash. Yeah. He gave him the old uh, <laughs> that, that... Leg- Legolas to the cave troll hit. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It didn't kill him right away either. Stop going for the hard people, go for the head. Got to. Yeah. Mm. Got to. There is that, that, that one. <laughs> Imagine quick... if he put an arrow through Barbier's head instantly oh and we didn't get any of this upcoming scene. And that was just it. Dude, every time I kind of forget. Somehow, I kind of forget like that. That Lurtz doesn't give him the final arrow, right? So like, yeah. Lurtz comes, walks over, and he's he's got the it's like point blank, like yeah. And I'm like, oh shit! Like, he Bormir just takes a arrow point. Like I literally forget every time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's a dick move. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a very very dick move, Lurtz. Because you could have just chopped <laughs> his head off. You could have stabbed him. You could have left him there to die. He wasn't getting up. Uh, but because you had the showboat, look what happens. Well, yeah. Lurtz is a dick. and takes him out. Lurtz is without, he's without a doubt a big dick. He really is. Yeah, and again, um, he's only giant, about two, two to three weeks. Dick. Three probably weeks old. He's one. not really a military <laughs> commander. You know, he probably doesn't realize his mistake. You know, yeah. he's just yeah. acting on pure. Again, he's a, he's a newborn baby boy. He's, he's yeah. only a couple he's weeks a old. Baby. Figuring yeah. things out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that was pretty epic in its own. The the fight between Aragorn and Lurtz. Oh my gosh, uh, dude, he's kidding? Tossed around. It's, they're, they're, comes into like a street fight. They're just like throwing punches. <laughs> yeah. <out>. Straight <laughs> brawl. It never really clicks with me before <laughs> this, but I think this is the only time we really see Aragorn get his ass kicked a little bit. Like he's 
bloodied and like he almost he almost dies like Lurtz gets that she pins him against the tree oh the shield which was so cool yeah and then you wonder how the hell is he gonna get out of this yeah 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 he's he's exhausted and it's a one-on-one fight with someone who's so much stronger than him like there's no reason Aragorn should win except for the fact that he's Aragorn Lurtz has new baby strength yeah I guess so (laughs) he's got that baby he does better against like five Nazgul uh, than he does one Lurtz. So Lurtz is pretty tough, you know? Yeah. This is so tough. <laughs> I love that wanted you to Aaron... know, yeah, how tough he was with the, <laughs> the licking he wanted. Oh, oh my right. gosh. Well, he didn't, he, so Aragorn stabs him in the quad, rips mm-hmm. this out of his muscle, yep. licks it, a really nice, like this guy, psycho lick, and then throws it, and then you get that cool like ching when yeah. Aragorn yeah. like blocks it, deflects it. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Yeah, that was very cool. cool. Oh, so because cool. you see it in a wide too, you don't often see that kind of shot. Like that, that shot's usually kind of like an insert or like a cutaway if like somebody actually has to deflect something in midair. But like, yeah. Vigo caught it. Like he, yeah. <laughs> he actually deflected it, and it looks awesome. And swords mm-hmm. are heavy. I mean, that whole like, yeah. I mean, that whole that was good. Yeah, that he, I love right to you and can then, see that that knife that he stabs Lurt like in. There's a really quick shot, but you can see it through Lurt's his leg. leg too. Which yeah. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He's oh, unhinged. Lurt's is yeah. absolutely oh, unhinged. Out of his, he out of his mind. Um, yeah, that the <laughs> move that Erwin does there with the sword, and then when he stabs Lurt's through the middle, and Lurt's <gasps> and Lurt's brings him in, he's like, through. "Stab me harder!" Yeah, Aragorn. baby, I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Aragorn, the strength it would take to pull a sword out from someone's body and then whip it behead up that him. close and behead him, like that is a move I didn't appreciate in my youth. And not that I know more <laughs> about it now because I've been handling swords because I haven't, but I'm just watching it and I'm like, "Oh wow, that's pretty cool." Pretty good. I imagine that would be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, chops off his arm and then uh, stabs him in the chest and then takes his top off. He chops off that. his arm, by the way. Lurts doesn't blink. He's no, like, no. whatever, didn't need that arm. <laughs> don't need yeah. another one. I yeah. got two, buddy. I don't need either arm. Because at one point he does the, the headbutt. Yeah. I oh. It is over like super fast. And it is cool that it's over really fast, like the, the fight between him and Aragorn. But it also would have been cool if like Lurtz like kind of like ch- like pulled that sword in and then it was like choking Aragorn, you know, and had him like kind of like a chokehold and then Aragorn had to get out of that. Uh, yeah, uh, I think they probably knew if it went on much longer, Aragorn just wouldn't win. I mean, he's not he he's just <laughs> Lurtz has the endurance, you know, like he's just made of a muscle, just yeah, one yeah. big block of muscle. Yeah. Well, there's also Boromir there. So there's this huge sense of urgency to be like, oh, maybe like we can save him right. or he's yeah. Boromir saveable. Yeah. True. True. I always forget that Boromir's just dying off screen. Just watching this happen. Time. Dude, yeah. he has to die knowing that like he failed. Like before, before Aragorn even comes into the mix and like Pippin and Mary just get taken away and all the rest of the Urukai are just like just running past him. Like he's just kneeling there, just being like, my Mary and Pippin, like the the two that he'd spent the most time like bonding with throughout the movie, are yeah. just getting taken away, and yeah. he's just go right past. Can't him. do anything. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. thing he says, they took they took Such the little bummer. ones. That they line is one ones. of the most yeah. heartbreaking lines I've it ever is. heard on a screen in my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt had said in our Slack before the podcast uh, that he was glad that he watched this before, rather than right before we recorded 
because uh, it is it is a very emotional emotional scene. And the one thing, in addition to, of course, the acting and the story, but the music within, uh, from this point onward, right up yep. until the end, everything is just like if you are not tearing up at the very least, a tear coming down. Yeah, you're not human. <laughs> No. You're not human. Yeah. It's one it of the so best emotional. deaths I think I've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of the most memorable, beautiful, heartbreaking, epic deaths. And to, to have that feeling immediately after he tries to take the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is saying a lot about it, uh, yeah. how uh, he is, his character is portrayed by Sean Bean uh, and then the story overall. So good. Yeah, yeah. he he definitely redeems himself. Um, it's at the very last minute, yeah, um, of his life, but he he does it. Yeah, Aragorn says, uh, you know, first he says like I failed you. Uh, no, you fought bravely. You have kept your honor, which is another one. It's like, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You know, he did what he could to, uh, not let them go. I mean, he, there was way too many for him to do too much. But he did. He fought bravely and he kept his kept his honor. Um, another quote uh, from Aragorn. I do not know what strength is in my blood, but I swear to you, I will not let the white city fall, nor our people. And with that moment, Boromir is like, oh, fuck. our, our yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Our people. Yeah. yeah. Our well, it's people. the first like recognition we get yeah. of Aragorn, from Aragorn that. Yeah, that he is like a Gondorian, that, uh, that mm-hmm. those are his people. And, and, and you does... see like the hope that that could, like when Boromir yeah. says our people, like, yeah, because he had just been so down, like I failed, I'm a fucking loser, I blew it, I suck. And then he gets <laughs> our people and it's just like a little bit of hope in his voice yeah. and in his eyes. Just, I think this whole time, I mean, Boromir's feeling really alone, right? Like he wants to mm-hmm. go to Gondor. No one wants to go to Gondor with him. And just mm-hmm. like the, the, just Aragorn acknowledging that he cares about a mankind and be Gondor. I, I that's probably a very comforting thought for him. I don't know. Well, and it's also like Bormir has had just so much pressure put on him, mm-hmm. and I think you're seeing yeah. like he's finally like has to let that go. But at the very last minute, he's he gets like the support that he needs. Like I always yeah. forget, like oh, he's so obsessed with this tasks and these ideas and who he is and what he has to do and it's like bro you can't do that on your own but that's mm-hmm. kind of what was like put on him yeah and Aragorn and was see... like very withholding you know like up yeah, until now sure. about Gondor and so that's just a nice little acknowledgement that he yeah. gave him uh and to Kelly's point we don't see why Boromir is the way he is <laughs> until the next uh next film two towers uh, but Denethor is the worst. <laughs> he is absolutely terrible. Like, imagine awful. Like, Wait, do we meet Denethor in Towers, favorite... or is it Return of the King? Might be Return the of the extent... King. No, it's in the. He's in the. Oh. Extent, oh. We get the flashback, right? Oh we yeah, but we don't yeah. get the full picture oh, no. of Denethor no. until yeah, much later. Yeah, yeah. Kelly, uh, if we can revisit the theatrical cut, Kelly segment really quick. <laughs> yeah, they, sure. They, Kelly's they, they... corner. Uh, they cut out a bit of Barmir's death, don't they? Like, I feel like we don't spend as much time with him, with him and Aragorn, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I think it's the same. I think it's the okay. same. There was right. nothing that stood out to me. Um, but I, I could be wrong, but not that I, not that I, yeah, I don't think noticed. So. Okay. Okay. 
Never yeah. mind then. But uh, uh, then that's course, good. That's good. I'm glad they kept. Thanks all that for shit checking in, in though. It's, it's good. <laughs> happy to. Happy to. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'm glad they kept all that stuff in because it is just so rich and it it's it's so key to just the the rest of the trilogy, like Boromir's death and the impact that it has on obviously the Fellowship and, and Frodo too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and to the- die for like an actor to die with their eyes open. I'm always like, Whoa, like that's, that's so hard. (laughs) How are you doing that? But Sean Bean (laughs) does it so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like you either are Sean Bean or you're Rachel Vice and be Sean Bean, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm talking Uh, about? Which in what? What do I think of the last Batman movie where she's just in the car and she's gasping for breath and then she just kind of hunches over and dies. Spoiler alert. Watch it. Oh my God. It's just like the worst thing I've ever, you'll laugh (laughs) when you watch it now. And then just think of Sean Bean and be like, yeah, Sean Bean did a perfect job. That's how you do it. Well, one of the, you said Rachel Weiss in Batman. Are you talking about Maria and Cotillard? Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. I always get the two of them confused. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. She's She's in the truck, right? Yeah, car. yeah, she's in the truck. Yeah, yeah. After yeah, she gets stabbed. Yeah. Just lip. I was very confused. Over. I was like, Rachel Weiss yeah. in Batman? No, no. I'd like to <laughs> lip lip dub me over that in the in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> when Marion goes. <laughs> yeah, let's get it clean. Let's get it clean. Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna get to one of the worst deaths uh in Lord of the Rings, and that is, for my money is always going to be he's <laughs> Dead. 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 <laughs> Love it. That's actually how it went in The Dark Knight. That's <laughs> shot for oh. shot a replica of Mary Cotillard's <laughs> death. That I'm talking about. Uh, after the Our People recognition, uh, Aragorn hands him his sword, another like, ugh, kind of moment. Legos, Legolas and Gimli make their way over. And then Aragorn has, or Boromir has his line of, I would have followed you, my brother, my captain, my king. Mm. Be at peace, son of Gondor, Aragorn mm. replies. Aragorn sheds that very masculine tear. As the sun is like shining on him <laughs> through the trees and his hair is all wet. Just like, whew. Oof. Yeah. Never directed the better. film made the shit out of that scene. <laughs> yeah. yep. Um, how about with, uh, Frodo, Frodo and Sam? Oh God. So we go from this fight, Frodo leaving this fight, Mary and Pippin getting taken, Baromir dying. And then we get this scene. It's like, uh, okay. What more do I have in me? (laughs) One, two, three gut punch. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's before Sam even shows up, it's Frodo standing on the riverbank, like wondering, yeah. What like or I kind of I feel like he's kind of like summoning the courage to leave right. He's just kind of like staring at the boats and he's and then he remembers Gandalf's lines right. Like mm, he's so yeah. afraid to go and he and and he says in voiceover like I wish the ring had never come to me like what he had said to Gandalf and and yeah. you can tell like he's just like ruining this day like he's just like how is this my life like this sucks. I hate this. And then he remembers what Gandalf tells him, which Mike, I'm sure you can. So do all <laughs> <laughs> who live to see such time. What to do with the time that is given to them. Uh, and that's all we he's have trying to, decide to decide. What to do with yep. Yeah. He's trying to decide what to do with this is his time. What am I going to do with it? I can throw this shit yeah. 
into that lake and walk away, I can go find Marion Pippin, who he doesn't know have been taken off, um, uh, or he can try to find try to find his way now alone, as far as he knows. But he's not because right on but his he's heels not. is is uh, Samwise Gamgee who catches him. What was Sam uh, doing? Do we think during this whole fight scene? Trying to find him the whole time. Yeah, just yeah, wandering the woods, kind of. Look up, Mister Frodo. Yeah. Well, we we later find out that he's like pretty stealthy. Like, I guess hobbits in general are like stealthy, but like in Return of the King, when he like barges into Barad-dûr and res- rescues Frodo, like we see like time and time time again that like Sam is well, you know, he's brave and he's very capable of like doing this maybe, stuff. Maybe yeah. he was using that cloak. Maybe he was the only one. Could have just been hiding. He's uh-huh. probably, he was probably hiding near the campsite, watching their stuff. Right. That seems like a very Sam thing to do. Like I'm going to keep You're an right. eye. That's, you know, this theory. is Barmir's shield. This means a lot to him. We got some valuables here. I'm just going to keep an eye on this stuff. <laughs> and then he sees Frodo in a boat and is like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Does he even stop? Like, I don't even think he stops at the river's edge, no, right? Like walking. he just keeps just walking yeah. in, which yeah. is just and then so. It, it drops off and you're like, they're not going to kill another one. That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> they killed Baromir. I see Sam going. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't know anything about the movies at this point. And I'm just like, they, they can't. And then he starts going under and I'm like, I think mm-hmm. that they do. In yeah. that oh, really? beautiful, dreamy water. Yeah. The first time yeah. I'm watching this movie, I definitely thought that Sam was, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Oh, okay. It went that far out. Uh, at that point, uh, but they're also for a hobbit. It's pretty yeah. deep water because yeah. uh, Frodo doesn't really get out of the the boat to lift him back up because uh, he's not wet at all. If he does, uh, he just kind of reaches over and pulls him up. So I feel like Sam didn't have that much far to go to reach the bottom of of where they where they were. Uh, but Sean Aston got hurt filming that scene. I guess that was one of the more serious injuries. Uh, during filming he like when he was like in a dead sprint into the water Mm -hmm. i guess like there was a shard of glass in the river and like they had to take off his entire hobbit foot and it was like in his heel and they just pulled out like a big shard of i think it was glass so oh my gosh a little little behind the scenes for (laughs) you um yeah even hobbits need water shoes uh sam is running oh, no right. sam like go 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 back and he's like i'm going to mordor alone of course you are and i'm coming with you yeah yeah, yeah. sam goes under See- he pulls him out so i made a promise mr frodo promise don't you leave him samwise gamgee and i don't mean to and then they hug and i start tearing and at this point weeping <laughs> like openly. this for me like this scene is like I feel like the, uh, it's one of my favorites of the, the entire trilogy, uh, like mm-hmm. just completely encapsulates their relationship. And although I, I, I was going to say, Cece, before you said your bit about like being afraid that Sam was going to die, I'm like, I feel like they linger too long on Sam underwater because for me, I'm like, they're not going to kill Sam like right after they kill Barmir. Like, it's just not going to happen. So I'm like, why are we spending so much time trying to convince me of something that's not going to happen? But clearly it ha- it can have a persuasive effect. So for me, uh, it was, yeah. I mean, the first time I watched it, I didn't know Sam was like a central figure. I was like, there's no way Gandalf's not coming back. And Gandalf does not come back in this movie. And then it was like, there's no way that Barmir's not going to, he's going to live through that one arrow. And then obviously it does not. And so at this point, I'm just like down in the dumps, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, everyone's dead. I don't even care about anyone. 
Yeah. Yep. But it's it, you're right. It, they do linger too long on it because it's it's a move that only really works once. Cine, cinematically. Cinematically. Or cinematically. cinematically. <laughs> like like if they're trying to trick us, it only works once, and then you know. But yeah. Yeah. It it would also just be like a weird like in terms of telling a story, it'd be weird to put like such two important deaths so close to each other and like for sam to die running out into the water to like join frodo would just be like a crazy way to kill off that character (laughs) imagine if he did die during that be like oh my god like you wouldn't want to go see two towers you'd be like this is wild they just killed the guy off because he was trying to get to his best friend in the water yeah his friend couldn't like help him in like imagine frodo like prodding around with the oar like over the boat like Sam, body just no, going in circles yeah i can't yeah. imagine a worse thing to witness in a movie <laughs> i would never watch the, re- the the other two i'd be like this is the saddest thing i've ever seen that no, is absolutely lord of the rings if george rr R. martin had written it yeah yeah okay. true <laughs> definitely game For of thrones sure yeah uh then we have the baromir send-off where they put him in a boat and send him over a waterfall uh with his horn which does that show up in Two Towers or does it show up in Return of the King? It shows up when Faramir re- finds them, right? Because then it flashes back. No? Oh, I it's think like, it shows up in Return of the King because... Because Denethor, uh, Denethor has, has it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, Boromir, they, they, have, they sent him off. Legolas says, hey, we got to catch up to Frodo and Sam. They've reached the Eastern Waters or something like that. Uh, and then he sees the look from Aragorn who's just like whittling... And he's like, oh, you mean not to follow them? Frodo's fate is no longer in our hands. And then Gimli's like, ah, shit. <laughs> we failed. Fellowship failed. They've been taken. Our pet heads are falling off. <laughs> not if we hold true to each other. We will not abandon Merry and Pippin to torment and death. Not while we have strength left. We travel light. Let's hunt some orc. Yeah. Just, the just audience so would go so wild yeah. at that yeah. line. Mm-hmm. It's such a good line for those it's characters so to go and out And you're on. like, thank God someone's going after Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Like, thank God, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, and so you have good. Frodo and Sam looking at the path ahead up high. I don't suppose we'll ever see them again. We may yet, Mr. Frodo. We may. And then that's they kind of seem it. so close. I'm glad, you're uh, close. I'm glad yeah. yeah. But they're not. <laughs> no, but they're not. He's his gardener. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just, just I'm 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 over it. Like I just I in my head they're just friends. Like I don't care. No, anymore. they are. At, at <laughs> like, point, they're just they are, best friends. At this like, point, they're I very, just... very, very close. I don't think I, I think they did try to establish their friendship at the beginning of the movie by showing yeah. them drinking together. I'm pretty sure in the book they were not very close. I think they had more of an employer-employee relationship. That's my <laughs> uh I love the relationship that they have in these films. So uh, and they're just Looking over the, we see the landscape uh, uh, that we see their path more or less. Yeah, and you see Mard, Mordor in the Mordor in the in the <laughs> distance, and this is, I believe, not just for a trilogy. If we never got two and three, but this is such a great end of the movie, but also such an amazing setup for what's what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally so agree. Good. Absolutely. It's, it's the also one thing, like the, not the one, one thing, but sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's like one of, I don't know if I've seen like the first movie in a series 
end on kind of like such a bummer of a note, but you're still so excited to like see more. And like, obviously Aragorn's like last line helps a lot with that, but like, it is like pretty like grim, but they give you just enough glimmer of hope and excitement that you're like, it's just, it's such like a heart, like it, it hits you in the heart, like just really, yeah, really in a way that like, I, I can't, like, I don't know what other Infinity trilogies War. like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Infinity yeah I War, I think. Except Infinity sure. War doesn't have that like moment no. of hope, you know, no it just hope. has, no hope. No, it's <laughs> yeah. bleak through and through. And I totally agree with you that like, it's a perfect end to a first movie of a trilogy. Like it's a, it's a standalone movie and it sets it up. And I think it's it's one thing that the Hobbit movies did not do well because none of them were like it wasn't it was one book you know it yeah, just yeah. they just kind of ended yeah as like oh that chapter's done and I the think second that, movie literally ends with the dragon escaping about to yeah. go to like Lake Town you're like cool the the coolest thing I was yeah. like getting ready to watch <laughs> after two and a half hours of fucking nothing yeah it felt like the <laughs> film projector just kind of like stopped and you're like oh obviously it's gonna keep going no but this was like a like a perfect I just feel like god this whole movie to me is like perfect but I feel like the last 20 like what we just talked about is almost they could not have done better with the end of this movie I yeah. really just yeah. love it I every, really every line every moment of it is we can nitpick it all we want, but it's it's perfect. Yeah. They don't have a, from what I saw, they don't have a composer yet. But I'll tell you, if Howard Shore gets on board with doing the Rings of Power, that would be one amazing get. That, yeah. that, is that would a big, just tie a lot of stuff together. You, you just saying that like lit a beacon of hope in my heart of like, <laughs> okay, maybe I will. Maybe this show could be good. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Howard Howard on board. We're talking okay. flutes. We're right. talking harps. What are we talking? All right. So before we get to winners and losers and any remaining limericks, uh, I do want to say a couple quick things. And that is that Crossroads Comedy Theater has shows coming up. Uh, there is on March 4th, the Wadsworth Constant, one night only in Philly, an improvised absurdist play that plays in Players Theater that will be in the episode notes, as well as Philly Theater Week. We'll have shows in Philly at Plays and Players Theater once again, March, not March, um, uh, April, April 1st. April 1st, April Fool's Day through April 3rd. And we'll have Study Hall, Not Yet Rated, Chip Chantry, one of the funniest people around, is doing a show with Alyssa Alduki and Marcelie Jean-Pierre, uh, which is a stand-up show. There's a lot going on. And some of those shows are free because it is one year of Crossroads shows, one year that we've been around. So go to xroadscomedy.com for information on the shows that we have, as well as the classes that are starting in just under a month. The other thing I want to say is, um, what did I want to say? There was something else. I have to edit this. Um, the shows. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, this will do it for our recap discussion coverage of the Fellowship of the Ring. But we will have one more episode where we will look back and do winners and losers kind of thing on the entire movie. We've done winners and losers on each segment that we've done. Now we're going to do something like that via awards for Lord of the Rings uh, for Fellowship of the Ring. So we'll have categories and things like that that anybody that listens can chime in on if I remember to get that information out before we record. All right. Uh, So winners and losers for this segment. Let's start with the losers. Kelly. 
Oh God. Um, I like <laughs> forgot that we do this every episode. <laughs> um, what are we starting with losers? Yes. Um, you want us to come back to you, Kelly? Sure. <laughs> uh, does someone want to go or if not, I'll just go for it. All right. My losers, Boromir. Yeah. Take the big but, one. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, to me, that seems like a cop out because it's like hey, Kelly, you <laughs> you every opportunity to go. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you an opportunity. No, I'm saying, I, I'm I saying think, it's a cop out. I'm not, Boromir wouldn't have been mine because he is dead. He can't even be alive to lose, but I, I get what he you lost. Mean. The yeah. ultimate <laughs> whatever, uh, sure. Yeah, Boromir is <laughs> yeah, my loser he he lost. for obvious for obvious reasons. Others, yeah. I think uh, for obvious reasons as well, just because someone needs to say it, Lurtz. Lurtz was a big fat loser baby <laughs> in this because while he accomplished his goal of getting a couple of halflings, he didn't get the right one. He had half his men not listening to him and trying to murder the other hobbits, and he himself got real cocky and lost. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he put up a good fight, him. but he lost. He's my loser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt. Huh. Um. I I feel like uh the like the fellowship as a unit is maybe a loser. Like I mean, Gimli kind of speaks to it of like yeah that the it's fellowship has failed, right? Um. So yeah, like their their mission was to you know help Frodo destroy the ring. They went as far as they could. They made a good run of it. They didn't actually get too, too far. <laughs> I guess. Like in the, this is the first movie of three. So like, and it's, they've already ended. So um, yeah, t- t- tough loss for the fellowship as a, as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly. Um, I guess I'll go with Mary and Pippin because like they're in what I would consider to be like the scariest situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. kind of being kidnapped by Urukai and having absolutely no idea what's gonna happen. So they're my losers. And like watching their friend and protector die mm-hmm. literally six inches from their faces. Yeah. That's, that's gotta that's something you don't forget, you know. Yeah. That is yeah. Kelly, you are right. That is the scariest situation that anybody yeah. <laughs> is yeah. in. Just carted off by these monsters in like a, cho- <laughs> like a chokehold, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, kicking and screaming. Um, and winners, uh, Stacy. I'll say Sam because he didn't die, and because he is he has his own little job that's not like really part of the fellowship, and it's to keep Frodo safe and to accompany him, and he was persistent and and followed through with that he yep. got frodo to take him and he's mm-hmm. he still got hope at the end and i think that's a that's a winner's attitude if i've ever heard one so. yeah absolutely Matt. uh man legolas just like for for the audience <laughs> is just like a, like he just kicks so much butt in the in that end sequence that it's great like ultimately the mission's a failure but he really kicks some urukai butt and it's awesome also just real quick plug for Orlando bloom's face when barmir's dying when he shows up he gives a look that's like that embodies that elvish like sociopath kind of curiosity like doesn't really <laughs> understand emotion totally but it's like it is kind of sad and then uh um but it, you can see like his heart breaking and it's 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 a very it's probably the best moment 
that Orlando Bloom gets. He gives the, it his all. Movie. He is all mm-hmm. in in this. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly. Um, I guess I'll go with Gimli because he got a good some good fighting in, and then he just seems super stoked at the end to hunt orcs. So I feel like uh, it was really nice to see him so happy. Yeah, I would. Yeah, totally. I feel like he just didn't want to be on this mission from day one. And now he's just doing what he wants to do. Yeah. He's going to do some like, killing. He's like naysaying the whole time. And he's like, let's go hunt some work. And he like lights up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he does not know how much running is involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cross country. Great. Um, my winner is Aragorn, son of Arathorn and heir to the throne of Gondor. Uh, for obvious reasons and not obvious reasons, uh, he kills Lurtz. He saves Baromir from desecration. Uh, he keeps the fellowship intact as much as he can, just when it was like, you know, everything is splintered. And he's like, no, it's not as we, as we hold true. And he also passes the test. He had the opportunity to just snatch that ring and he closes Frodo's hand. Uh, and he also recognizes the moment to break away. Um, so he has that moment where he's he's understandably lets the fellowship break off, but also the parts to hang on to uh, and just trust that things will will work out. Uh, so Aragorn is my winner for that reason. Plus he looks fine. <laughs> yeah, plus he looks great. Ooh. He looks wonderful. Uh, all right. So that is... Yeah. Uh, our episode other than remaining limericks. Bonus content. I, I have bonus I content. Pew, yes. pew, pew. My, Post-credit my, scene. My extended edition. I have I have another one. I have I had four. One of them was about Smeagol and Deagle and Eagles. And one of them was similar to Kelly's, which was about the pony bill. So I'm not gonna read those ones. I did okay. have oh, wait, I want to hear how similar they are though. Yeah. Kelly's was, audience I'm gonna here. say better just because of Toria. Um <laughs> Do you want me to read all of my limericks? <laughs> take 30 seconds. Okay. Um, there once was a hobbit named Smeagol who strangled and stole from poor Deagle. And so the fellowship must travel while Middle Earth does unravel. And no, they can't just fly on an eagle. <laughs> that was cool. Okay. Then mm-hmm. um, wh- wherever Sam Gamgee would toil, his pony Bill was the truest, most loyal. But he must be untied ere entering the mines, as Balin's welcome would not be the most royal. And <laughs> wonderful. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> it's wonderful. People have, people I'm like turning red. The bricks are tough. The bricks are tough. It doesn't feel, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> okay. That's why it's That's why we're sticking it at the end of the yeah. episode. <laughs> yep. Oh, hopefully everyone's yeah. drunk by now. Um, okay. We lost everybody at, bag- at the Batman comment. <laughs> i know right i'm not Rachel everyone's fa- i'm i am not everyone's favorite podcaster on this show i'll tell you that much um at bag end sam wise was once gardening when he dropped some eaves and needed pardoning so he went on a quest at gandalf's behest but hey why was he there at night's darkening that's a, that's <laughs> a slant rhyme it's, a, it's nice it's nice wonderful yep. <clears throat> yeah I, did uh, I have two more. There once was a ranger named Strider, a very good swordsman and fighter. He rejected the throne, went off on his own, and the hobbits became their guider. Ooh, <laughs> that's a word. Guider. Strider yeah. and guider. Is that a slant rhyme? Uh, no, just a word. Yeah. 
<laughs> that might have been my favorite part of this whole thing we did. It's called uh, fun, everyone. Yeah. I don't. I didn't know that this had to be so incredibly rigid. It's called hey, fun. I'm Kelly, being. You did great. No. <laughs> what is we fun? love Choria? And one more is is Lurtz centric. Uh, Lurtz was a very strong Urukai. To cross him would mean that you would die. He killed Boromir, <laughs> but with Aragorn near, he lost his head and went bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, have, did we have ever more? talk on this podcast about how dumb the name Lurtz is? Lurtz. It doesn't yeah. sound menacing to me. Well, that's why. Cool. That's why I like saying it so much because it is just Lurtz. so bad. Lurtz. Yeah. Lurtz. And it also kind of like looks the way he sounds like, yeah. or it sounds the way he looks rather. I like that top <laughs> ponytail. <laughs> Total alerts. Uh, I did have one other one. This one from the perspective of Frodo. Um, did you do one for each? Be honest. No, no, just, just, I, I spent too much time on this and the best I could do was like two. I made it halfway through a third one, which was about like Boromir wanting to eat the ring. Cause I thought that was a very funny premise. <laughs> And he was like licking his then lips and stuff. It. But I, couldn't. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know if this is going to like land for anybody else. <laughs> to me, he kind of looks like he wants to eat it when he's in the snow and it drops. Anyway, uh, this, this limerick's in the perspective of Frodo. Um, oh no, the ring's gone missing. Keep it safe. I did not listen. Twice more it's gone. Gandalf won't be long. And it's Pippin he'll be killing. I don't know if that really mm. rhymed. Either. Like that's a prancing pony yeah, moment. Rhymes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. All yeah. right. Uh, well, then that will do it for our limericks and our episode. Uh, we'll have to do some more, not necessarily limericks, but other other assignments that I forget to do. Um, some other fun fun things uh, for us to just kind of create our own our own little Lord of the Rings content rather than just talking about the ones that we're covering. All right. That will do it for the the episode. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you all for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.